what's that number you call when you got to try to when there's an emergency or something like that? I mean, not that we call that number, but most people call that number. Um, anyway, we're going to talk about that, but we're going to talk about it like that. Aquarian Anarchy coming at you. Hold on, let me get this tweet off real quick. Marcus, read the quote. I'm a, I'm All right. Tweet out. Yeah. This, this week, F.A. Hayek uh, comes in with emergencies have always been the pretext on which the safeguards of individual liberty have eroded. Yes, indeed. And the tweet is out. Thank you so much, Marcus. No problem. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is one of those... I think there's a, a unique opportunity here for us to do something that I don't, I haven't seen anybody else do this. So I'm, I'm going to jump at the chance for us to draw some parallels to what we've been through the last two years and what a lot of us went through 21 years ago. Okay. Um, I think Marcus and I both are, are, are similar in that we kind of, we saw this thing happen, but I think we, we weren't as aware of certain things as we are now. And so we kind of fell for fell some for of this it. shit. Yeah. We fell for, for a lot of this stuff. Um, and so, but, but we also are unique in that we witnessed it with our own eyes. We saw this stuff go down. So there's a lot of stuff that I can remember that I'm like, Hey, wait a second. I remember that they said this and then they stopped saying that. And I remember that this happened and then they stopped saying that that happened and you know, those kinds of things. So, there's it's there's a duality to it that I think is it will be interesting to unpack. Um, the other part of it is that as we are going through this current circumstance, we can look and, and say, okay, what from what we learned because once once this thing happened two years ago, we already had figured out the thing about that day in September. And so we kind of saw this stuff come and we're like, oh, wait, wait, this sounds awfully familiar. This rhymes right. a lot with uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Um, you know, so so there's a lot of stuff where we saw some parallels right. and, it, and it fit. It, it, it made it easier for us to kind of see some of the bullets coming as they were coming. And then you go back and you look and it's like, oh, wow. So you can go back to like Vietnam and then JFK. And then then you go back and it's like, damn, World War Two. World War One, holy shit! Like what? Right. The Civil War, like you go back. It's like all these different things. It's like, man, they they've been lying to us for a long time about all right. this shit. Yeah, James Corbett does a really good job just to, to talk about the the kind of history of where all of this. Uh, he has a, a program called the Century of Warfare, where it lines out mm. that the lies have aren't new. <laughs> all, all these lies that they've they been recycle them, and then they, right. that's how they recycle them. So that therefore, oh, well, you know, we did an okay job in history class. So they really won't know what's happening unless you're a real historian sitting down. And then they'll just be like, oh, no, somebody attacked us. Let's go fuck them up initially. But we were the ones who, you know, kind of poked the bear. I kind of feel like some of this stuff is the movie remake of the book. And I'm like, damn, the book was so much better. Uh, (laughs) Because, because like some of these other things that they, like people still believe the official narratives about 
World War II, World War One, and 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 like what got us into stuff and what happened, you know, in the midst of that stuff. Well, how educated was involved are those in people? So it's like yeah. they're going to stay ignorant. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's there's an element of that for sure. So, so what I what I wanted to do, and I talked to the guys about this, um, is I wanted to because Marcus and I have that that's very familiar to I think most of the audience. And, and most of the people, most of our circle of, of friends and, and um, people we know in the freedom movement, the Hotep Nation and everything else, um, we, we share a similar background in that we were adults when this stuff went down. And so we were looking at it through those eyes. And I think a lot of um, a lot of that kind of helps to to make it to where some of the things as, as time went on and you started to see things get memory hold stories, get changed and you started to see things get suppressed when people tried to dig into them and things like that. Um, thank you dogs. Whoever just let the dogs out while I'm talking. Anyway, do y'all hear that? Yeah. I thought yeah. That was it's okay. Me. No, that's, that's my, that's, that's downstairs anyway. So I like how, me dunking is Nico's avatar. That's great. So <laughs> Nico, on the other hand, was but a babe when this thing went down. So I wanted to take kind of take Nico through like he let me give you the reason why I did this. So I'm watching TV the other night, Sunday night after like one of the football games. And they had this young girl reporter and she's reporting on that day in September and she's talking about it in this weird way that I'm like, bro, why are you saying it like that? You're saying like, like it was all very kindergarten, very like, you know, uh, these two buildings and blah, blah, blah. And I, I was just, and it was very like, it was like she was talking to someone who had never heard that this shit happened before. And that it was like brand new information to him. And then I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> there's some people who weren't alive. <laughs> When it went down, or at least they weren't aware. They're like, adults adult. now. Yeah, they were adults now, and so like they're seeing this, and they're like, "Oh, that's yeah, okay, I remember." You know, because so I want so it made me think. Wait a second, I'm hey, um, I'm and there's one of them right there. Like my daughter just walked in; she's 19, so she was she was born in 03, so she was actually born during shock and awe, um, that that craziness. So what? No, I'm not saying. Okay, shit. I maybe <laughs> she's she's laughing. This is. I, I feel like I shouldn't say this, but she's she's right here and she wants me to, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Nico, you you'll get a kick out of this because it's kind of in your age group's kind of humor range. Um, she posted this thing on Snapchat, where <laughs> so her mom and my mother-in-law were having a discussion about that day in September. And my wife said, well, where were you on? Cause, cause oh, my, my mother-in-law asked, she's like, where were you Juliet? And she's like, and, and, and then my wife, you know, she got kind of discombobulated. She was like trying to think, you know, like as far as she was concerned, like, yeah, wh where were you? And she's like, so she posts this on it on Snapchat. She says, my mom just asked me where I was on that 11th thing. She's, <laughs> she's like, bitch, I was swimming around in my daddy's nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I knew that's where it was going. Yeah, right. 
So anyway, um, so these are my kids. I have the worst kids. Uh, you have the best kids. Just like they're, oh my god, the sense of humor. You leaving? I know. I heard. Hey, uh, you saw your package downstairs? All right. Bye. I love you. All right. Um. Anyway, so where was I? So Nico is in a unique position. I was yeah. outside of my dad's we can, balls. We can, yeah, right. <laughs> we can, yeah, word. We can interview. We can actually interview Nico on what he learned as a kid who was like not even in kindergarten when this shit went down. Like, what did they teach you in school? What did you see on TV? And like, what was your understanding of this thing? And Nico, just be careful. Like, we got you know, it's uh, yeah, so no, we I'm, just want to understand. We want to understand you, like. What, the, what the tubes you of you be tripping. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> what were you taught about this event? And overall, how it went down? I was taught that America suffered a heavy toll in defeat. Um, and there were outside entities that had used the specific uh, parameters to affect us. And <laughs> All right, I don't think we have to go that far. I'll code switch this whole thing. You're telling so, the whole when you're telling the official narrative. I think you can just say what what what. The okay, well, I mean, that's it. We got attacked that day, and that there were specific buildings that um, got hit, and so um, I only really hear about three. I remember three actually. <laughs> there was uh, in class. It was like fifth grade. They brought it up because of the day. Then we, you know, had the stand in silence. That right. But in sixth grade, I moved, and there was a girl whose uncle worked in the Pentagon at that time. Oh wow! And uh, I kept hearing about the narrative of what had happened, and she brought in pictures of what hit the planet, what hit uh, the Pentagon. And I'm like, Nah, think about it, bro. It couldn't have been one of those you bigs because. It would have been much bigger. <laughs> it would have been a much bigger uh, occurrence. What I found interesting, and I covered this with my my daughter today, who is twelve, and and she just went through uh, the indoctrination at school. And one of the things that that we talked about was talking about the Pentagon. I was like, you can see a file cabinet, but yet a jet disappeared. <laughs> You know, hello. <laughs> I'm like, where's the wreckage? Where's the debris? Like, where's the real carnage that a crash would have to a building? It doesn't matter what. And um, it's the same narrative. But so, when you're in fifth grade, though, it was that was that your perspective, though, or were you just no, like, oh damn, this thing like, hit the hit the shit. Pentagon, like, and that was it? Like, to be honest. I've been in La La Land for a lot of my childhood. I use my imagination as, as you should have been I, to keep me sustained and alive. Yeah, I hear the story, and I don't remember. Did we have that day off? If we didn't have that day off, we'd always like. And Nico froze. Yeah, I think they zapped him. They're like, right. this motherfucker's this motherfucker's talking too much. Oh yeah, we're oh, back. There he is. Okay, um, you're back. Uh, we'd always go back to basically people losing their lives. And like, uh, we'd mm. always stand in silence. They didn't go in depth on the retaliation that uh, America provided, but provided. it's always been those main points until you get outside of that age group of like eighth grade and you start getting to high school. And then you still got some like little conspiracy people here and there. 
but you know, I wasn't around that to that degree um, until I got outside of high school. It was like in the ending of my high school year um, or senior year, I should say. Uh, I uh, was starting to become much more aware of like how things are fake and facade, and then I just shut the fuck up. Damn, bro, what are you doing? Stop this. Um, oh, I thought you were saying, <laughs> that, and then you shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and uh, what you call it? And I started to like break out of the mold of, oh, well, we're the good guys, we're the innocent people, we're this, that, and the third. Mind you, um, in my senior year, I didn't have the greatest of grades and I didn't know what I was really going to do. I was honestly considering when joining the military, it was going to be the Marines or the Army, like one of the two people. Or one of the two uh, branches. That's where I was too. Yeah, I was. I was. I thought about going all Pat Tillman. I was going to go over there and like you know. I was doing the Marines. Do, do my duty and like I felt like I was kind of a bitch for not going over there and do something about it and everything. And then you find out like what was actually. It's but it's, it, it's it closer to home to you to like want to provide in the like war oh, because yeah, yeah. you were of age and you could have right. went back and you know protected your country for old. Well, and at the, at the time, I didn't have kids yet either, you know. So like, True. I, it, I Juliet wasn't born until '03, so she, you know, it had already been go, like we had been in Afghanistan for like a year or something like that before she was born. So what's up, Natasha? <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, so so I want to take it back to though, like before you woke up, before you started to see some of this stuff sideways and and for what it really is, what was the um. You know, because I think a lot of ca- in a lot of cases, similar to this thing, the last two years, the left was pitted against the right. But ironically, like back then, it was the left that was anti-war and was anti-George W. Bush and was was throwing mud at the official narrative. And you know, there's no weapons of mass destruction. Blah, 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 you know, on down the line of like what should and shouldn't be done, and it put the right in a similar position to what the left was this last go round. The right was defending it and mm-hmm. was, was carrying the water of the, the, you know, whoever the people are who, you know, pull the strings and you right, know, right, right. make things happen and, and all that. So what was your experience with that? Like in school and everything like Actually, when was, was it a lot more much of a, anti? For war time's sake, like I didn't mm-hmm. like, I didn't necessarily perceive it until I got to sixth grade because it was a Catholic school, mm. and there was there was a di- big paradigm shift from going to you know public school with different backgrounds. So you know they kept certain things very uh, linear, mm. but um, to be honest, I remember of a time not specifically the day or anything but i remember of a time when bush was in office like people hated it like when Mm -hmm. i was where it was around me it was more of a democratic feel to it right that's what i was that's what i was kind of getting for sure it was much more of a democratic feel all i heard people do was complain about bush Mm -hmm. i remember my stepmom standing in front of the uh tv that election and um what you call it was he running against Kerry? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, in two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. And we were already a year and a half into the Iraq War and two and a half into the. And all I heard 
and scene was just like disgust for Bush and like mm-hmm. not a lot of people liked his politics. So yeah, no, and like I did say, I did have a heavy Democratic uh, influence around me mm-hmm. because of my family, but my dad isn't entirely like Democratic. But from what I've heard, they complained a shit ton about Bush. They didn't like mm-hmm. how he preceded things. Um, and to be honest, it, it, it's a blur until you get a little bit older and then they kind of reinstill it into your brain because it's just mm-hmm. another page on a book for me opposed to you guys actually living it. Right. Mm-hmm. One thing that I, f- I found interesting that you reminded me of is uh, back then they had uh, what what the Republicans called the Bush derangement syndrome, which morphed into the Trump derangement syndrome. One of the things I find interesting is that you don't really have that when a Democrat's in office. There isn't this derangement syndrome that is uh, supposed from the right. The right is assumed to just be against what is normal, which because mm-hmm. the left uh, fuels the narrative. Mm-hmm. So I just I, I just reminded well, me the, of the difference. When, what do you mean by you, you, so Bush derangement? You're saying that like the the right was so I'm when not, they got when when the right got back in power, it was the same kind of feeling you got, but much more intensified when Trump hit office. Correct, and and the the like most people like for instance uh, most people on the right, uh, I, I you know. Um, listen to a, a variety of different mm-hmm. people and i watched a couple of uh things from the right today and um tim pool was one of those people and tim was talking about um how the that the um right now there's a trouble brewing with the railroads and they're afraid that they're going to strike and mm-hmm. tim was like yeah, that's coming that's coming yeah. soon because i don't remember what the right. date is i think it's the 24th maybe or yeah i think it is the 24th there. yeah but tim was like you know i don't want biden to fail i want him to succeed because mm-hmm. um and, and he is very much in the trump mm-hmm. uh, DeSantis, uh camp and but he doesn't I, I think, want I think he's more the of country a, to hurt yeah i think he's more of a not necessarily Moderate. like pro pro desantis pro trump but more like um there there was some weird sort of um it's it's crazy like uh, kind of like we are i think in a way where it's like listen no he's y'all he's, are mad about the wrong things about trump like, you want to sure. be mad about trump you should be mad about him like calling for red flag laws and all this other stuff but being mad about him, like doing some of the the few good things that he actually did, is really retarded. So right. I don't understand. So, but but my point is that that yeah. the right will not attack the person. They mm. will generally mm. go after. Okay, he did this wrong. This was wrong. Mm. This was wrong. Sure, they'll laugh at him when he falls up a flight of stairs or something you. like that. Yeah. But the left, on the other hand, just fuels themselves on hatred of the right. Uh, so the only, the only exception, uh, yeah, the only exception I would say to that is Obama. I think I that disagree. the right, I think that the right was like hardcore. They hated Obama and they, it was all about like his past, his, it, you know, cause he just kind of like, like Jesus just like came out, poof, came out of nowhere. And it's right. just like, who is this guy? Like he, he goes from I like, I don't think it runs to the same level. I mean, maybe not to the same level, but I'm just saying, like, they were. It was more about that the person, and and same thing with Hillary Clinton. I think they hated Hillary Clinton. Uh, Hillary in the same way, <laughs> yeah. Hillary Clinton, same 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 way, yeah. Where it was more 
I think there would have been like some real derangement shit if she had actually won the nomination right. instead of, uh, or if she had actually won the election in sixteen. Yeah. But but uh, but yeah. So so back so, so yeah. So where 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 you where you saw that from from that um, derangement versus policy or or kind of I think the right most of the time ends up reactionary to like you said the left leading the trend, and and it's it's kind of like. The right is like, let's get this train off of this track because we're heading towards the cliff. And the left is like, no, motherfucker, we want to go off the cliff. Get back on the track. And so they right. that's where they get deranged because some wacko took the controls of the train and started pulling it in a different direction briefly. Um, what? Um, Nico has some technical issues he's taking care of. Oh, okay. All right. I, I didn't even look at the... Uh, so uh -oh. I all right. <laughs> I, I I think that that the just to kind of you know catch what you're pitching, um I again I, I think that um there's two things that points need to be made. First of all, I think that the right tends to act based out of its intellect and the left tends to act based out of its emotions. Emotions, yeah. And so the, the why the left wins so much. <laughs> agreed. And the emotions uh, win. Absolutely. And and so that's how they get to that vitriolic hate, whereas mm -hmm. the the right tends to to be more. I just don't like the guy or, you know, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, think, you know. I, I just yeah, I think it just dawned on me what you're getting at. I, I don't think the right was just they hated Obama and it was like, look at him. Right. He's racist. He's anti this or he's it was like they they actually looked at him and they're like, no, this guy's a socialist. Correct. We don't like socialism. Right. So we are going to fight against him because he represents socialism. Whereas the left is just like, it doesn't matter who it is. They're automatically racist, homophobic, and bigoted, yeah, or stupid or evil, mean. You know, it was like Trump's mean tweets or whatever the case may be. And, there, you know, there's people clowning all those people now because, you know, they, they lost their job. Uh, food's three times as expensive as it was before. Gas is, yeah. you know, well... And, it's been over $4 a gallon. I think it's under $4 a gallon now nationwide, but, but it's just like, you know, there's people clowning them and they're like, y'all, y'all asked for all this because of mean tweets, right. <laughs> you know, like it's, uh, it's, it's wild, but, but yeah. So I think I, I think I landed on what you were talking about that. It's, it's right. more of a personal, mm -hmm. it's more of a personal disagreement, personal anger, hatred, and opposition and less about actual, like, because if you really think about it, the difference between uh, policy positions is not all that different. Right. That's Especially that when we're talking about, point. we're talking about like taxation and stuff like, like one of them's like 29%, the other one's like 33%. And I'm like, zero. Right. Federal. <laughs> you know, like, right. And then you got Bernie Sanders. You got Bernie Sanders who's like hundred percent. Right. Um, and that's why and they'll never have Bernie Sanders versus Ron Paul, because that would yeah. you know, or, or or even you know, our people number one, the the the, the <laughs> I'm not gonna make that joke. I love Ron Paul. <laughs> so but uh but but yeah, to to bring that kind of back to nine eleven, what we saw was a a shift. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, at the time I was in a different place than I am now, but at the time 
that the libertarians saw an ally. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's lots of videos with um, Adam Kokesh mm-hmm. with Code Pink, you know, doing, mm-hmm. uh, co- you know, coming together and finding common yeah. ground. I think that, 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 that we see a lot of that now. Yeah. Well, and there's, um, it's kind of interesting too, because what I've noticed is as much as, and we try, we try really hard. And I think, in, in a lot of cases, not to toot our own horn, but I think we are much more willing to, you know, reach out and, and hold out that olive branch mm-hmm. to the left and to the right. Sure. And the right seems to be more like, yeah, well, look, we might not agree. We might not agree on everything. And I might not completely be able to wrap my head around what this looks like without police and without the military and all that stuff. But you know what? I see the fuckery. And I'm willing to listen to you at least. The left is like, if you don't want me to have an orgy in your bedroom with children, (laughs) um, you are a bigot. And I'm like, what? Like you're seeing it now where they're having this stuff where they, I saw somebody the other day saying that if you are a lesbian and you won't have sex with a trans woman, then you're transphobic. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like, like, if you're a lesbian and you don't want this dick, you're a transphobe. <laughs> because this person was talking like, just because my equipment is still the same as it was when I was born, you know, you're a transphobe. It's like, no, you don't understand. What? Like, just not my lesbians, lesbians are are they're in it for a certain thing. <laughs> Right. And you ain't got dick that dick ain't it. <laughs> Tuesday. That's what they want, bro. Like, they don't need anything else. Well, and I want, love them. They're okay with they're okay. <laughs> Taco Tuesday I, I, is I don't want to, all I don't on the menu. For, you feel me? All lesbians. I don't want to speak for all lesbians, but they're okay with that thing. But it's usually in the form of a strap on. Um, it's which is always kind of bizarre to me. It's like, wait hey, a second. Hey, hey, so hey. You it's, want? It's all about the vibe, my guy. You want, okay. you want that? You want that? <laughs> But you don't want it, but you do. Um, okay, all right, whatever. Uh, I get it. Whatever works for you. Whatever works for you. But but anyway, it's just, it, and that's what I'm saying is that they end up code pink or whoever. It's all you know. We can lie on out on anti-war and all this stuff. Right. But as soon but as you couldn't. go to, as soon as you go to, like, hey, you know what? We should stop taxing the shit about out of ourselves because that's how they fund the wars. They're like, what? You must hate poor people. I'm like, wait, what? Like, or, or actually, destroy the environment is another one. Yeah, yeah, can we at least faux thanging? <laughs> That's a good one. I love oh it. God. Oh shoot, man, faux thanging. Yes, but if we, if you, if you, if you take it to that level, it becomes like you hate the poor or you hate the environment or whatever, and you, you say, well, well, wait, can we actually have a discussion about this? Because I think we want the same things, right? But we just have a difference of opinion on how we get there. So let's talk about it and flesh it out no you're a bigot you're a you know you become one of you're an alt-right whatever sympathize and you see it in the lp you see it all the time in the lp where like the whole mises caucus is alt-right neo-nazi fascist whatever something according to their opposition and it's like so, man, you, don't, you don't even want to have it was a like this during 9-11 with what specifically other than war so like there'd be back and forth and I wouldn't, I can't necessarily say like, bring it to like, you know, uh, people's sexual orientations, but the back and forth is it, was it only just about us going 
over. No. Or, uh, there was, was, there was the a major connection. Yeah, that was the big thing. But mm -hmm. but there was some connection because generally libertarians are at least understanding of homosexuality. You know, mm -hmm. like I may not you know want to be gay, but <laughs> but I don't care what you do in your business. That's you, right. and that tends to be a libertarian uh, mm -hmm. approach to it. So was and there a point during this time? They, they tended to that was another crossover and in what what's interesting at that time too is you have people like the young turks actually wind up supporting ron paul and mm. and, and, and and now they hate ron paul him. right now they hate him but at the time at the time <laughs> and that's my point that's kind of my point is that those people end up turning on you and it's not like yeah. some sort of you know we just kind of agree to disagree we don't you know we don't vibe with it no they like went off on attacking and calling people racist and all it becomes character assassination and burn the house down instead of just like, we agree to disagree. Right. And, and, and they leave the anti-war stuff. What right. has happened exactly. since, since nine one one is that, um, that the left totally went full socialist because socialism is the most violent kind mm -hmm. of statism mm -hmm. period. No matter in practice, the most violent form of so, and you can prove it anywhere you, socialism mm -hmm. comes into place, it it kills millions every time, one hundred percent. So so it was the most violent. So they just adhered to their actual beliefs and have become uh, it, it, because what was actually going on at that time wasn't anti-war; it was anti-Bush. Mm, okay yeah so so nico let me ask you this we're 30 minutes in now so let me shift gears to um because I, i'm what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to set up the the similarity so everybody can see what 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 is going on what this is about so with with that day in september what you had was um thing that's bad enemy attack enemy let's right. go get enemy okay so Take it back to the last two years. It was bad enemy. Let's do a bunch of things to try to prevent enemy. Right, right, right? right. Okay. And and so what happened on that day in September was that that part happened. Phase two was the Patriot Act. And uh, uh, some of the other things that have come since then, Homeland Security, the outgrowth to like the NDAA, the you know, the National Defense Authorization Act, all mm -hmm. these different outgrowths of that where it's like everything could be um put under this umbrella of if you don't agree with this authoritarian draconian fascist policy I you, hope you, die. you love that you love the terrorists right or you, you want, want every you want everyone to die and you hate america right basically so so what did what did you witness with that as you were growing up and how the the because it, it was one thing for us to go to war, it was mm -hmm. another thing altogether to have all the stuff with the TSA and and the Homeland Security stuff and everything where it, it became like this whole other thing Homes that now monitored. we well, have to de yeah we have to deal with that all the time and we're being spied on and, and all that. Specifically shit. talking about like the evolution of uh, what this cost and like the kind of provision. Yeah, and, and, and where and where, where was that stuff even discussed in classrooms? I would, 
No, no, no. Because we just thought that I personally thought that that was common. Now, it may have Mm -hmm. affected my family a lot more in depth because we're Haitian and they like to go back. They like to travel. Mm -hmm. It's all those restrictions. My grandmother would get pressed, actually. We were coming back from Florida. Um, And she had plates, Ziploc bags, meals ready to go back home mm-hmm. and her purse and <laughs> bringing it on the bed uh, and TSA stops her and I'm like, ma'am, you, you can't bring all this food on. She, uh-oh, started a whole scene because she couldn't bring her food. Right. Like, Granny, Granny, we can take some. Nah, I packed all of it. We're going with it. I'm like, oof. Ah, we're causing a scene yep. in the airport because my granny wants to bring food, which is harmless. I mean, we ain't stuff, no drugs on here. We ain't put nothing else over here, bro. We just, this is my granny. She just trying to bring some Haitian food back to the crib because she just kind of has a uh, lacking mentality. From- so, how, how many so- people has the TSA gotten for drugs? Settle. How many terrorists? Yeah. Settle. Yeah, so, <laughs> but so but I, Nico's if, Grammy. If, right. If I may, if I may, Nico's <laughs> Grammy story. Reminds me of a hilarious story. We were on our way to Miami a few years back. It's like five or six years ago. <clears throat> and <laughs> it's the funniest shit I've ever seen in an airport. So this girl, and she's not bad looking either. She's like, you know, I don't know, five, seven, five, eight blonde. And like, you know, she's built well. And uh, so like, you know, makes your mind kind of go places where you're like, what the hell is going to go on on this airplane? But anyway, she pulls up at the security thing at the conveyor belt and they're like they pull out this like quart size bottle it's like a it looks like a um contact solution thing or something like that you know like one of these and uh they're like you can't have this man this is this is over, over this guy's yeah it's over it's three and a half i think um and she's she says out loud in front of everybody to the tsa agent I looked on the website and it said I could have um, up to whatever number it was. I don't remember of personal lubricant. And I'm just like, yo, you did not say that shit out loud in front of all these people. (laughs) What are you planning on doing on this plane? She's going to initiate like 75 people into the Mahai club or something. She had enough lube to, 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 to... that's like, wild. To bikini to bikini wrestle on the plane. You know, <laughs> and Lord bless her. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so it was so crazy. She was That's... right in front of us, and my kids are there and everything. And I'm like, oh my what's lubricant, Dad? Um, no, it's <laughs> why is hey, it personal? She, she knows her rights. Hey, look, she knows her rights. He was wrong. Yeah. She had to throw that shit away. They're like, Ooh. no, fuck you, bitch. She attempted to know her rights, but even <laughs> though she God, said that. Was... It was so and she's wild. ballsy for that number one. Let me let me say that number yes. two. Um, at least she like looked up the menu before she got to the restaurant and said, "Oh, I don't know what I want to eat." Like she tried. She attempted. Now, yeah. I mean, she granted, might have read that on some other website that wasn't the TSA's website or something like that. <laughs> she was got- uh, she was faux thanging. Yeah, she she, she had <laughs> blue for the rest of the class. That's right. Right, for sure. But one of the things that it, that I find funny in this conversation about TSA, I've only been on a plane a few times. Do you know I have never flown and not gotten the random search? Oh, for real? Never. Uh, never, I'm, I, never I never get searched. I, I've I, every searched single twice. time. 
Marcus, and, they've been tapping you. They've been making sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've known you for a long time, Marcus. Right. right. Now, the only reason I've ever flown was to go uh, to a campaign event for Adam. Mm. So that probably has well, something that, to do with it. Eyebrows as well. Like, oh, <laughs> this guy over here. Right. He already tapped his phone numbers, but you know what? He's going to go see Adam Kokesh. Yeah, we most definitely got to throw that man on the. Uh, <laughs> I agree with Uriel for sure. Yeah. For sure. He uh, does sound like know. an awful lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. But, but one of the funniest, I want to tell this story. One of the funniest yeah. things that, that made our friend Michael uncomfortable because he was the, the, um, the tech guy for Adam too mm-hmm. is that uh, we're going we're coming back from Texas and we're getting on the plane and that we had the rudest TSA agent he was just mean and he's this big old black dude he's pushing everybody around just being an asshole and I started vocally calling him bubbles I was like bubbles calm down so Michael you, you as we're getting big black dude bubbles <laughs> we did the entire time I'm in the fucking line and 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 so we get we get up there, and of course they're like three of you, me, Michael, and and Amber, my wife. You know to go over here. <laughs> so random. The three of us. Bubbles, Marcus. It's not random. Right, right. It was because of bubbles for sure. So Michael's looking at me, glaring at me the whole fucking time because he didn't say a fucking word the whole time, but was with us. <laughs> hey, look. If I was bubbles, I'd have been like every time y'all see this man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably because you pissed Bubbles off. <laughs> Look, Bubbles probably was in a higher place. You shouldn't yeah. have done it. <laughs> yeah, Bubbles was pissed. Nah, you know what? Bubbles was an undercover boss. And he's like, oh, yeah? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, all right. So then, so you saw, you saw some of that stuff with like the TSA stuff and everything. You saw how the harassment got ramped up and everything. And because some of that stuff was going on, was like ongoing while you were a kid. And while you yeah. were growing up, yeah. so you no, were seeing it, it was... like get increasingly um, more difficult and everything. But but you never got to travel really with without that stuff. No, where, all this stuff was you supplemented could, way where before. you could just walk up to the gate with your people and like say goodbye and hug them right before they got on the plane. Oh yeah, no, 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 you like know, the home alone, just, home alone all, type shit. You all, know? all the goodbyes and hellos are at the drop off and departures. As soon as you get out the car, we drop them off. You give them a hug. Hey, how you doing? If yeah, uh, and it depends on the airport as well because right Midway is better than O'Hare in my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah. well, it's just it's just not it's not as retarded uh, busy like that's yeah, the biggest no. thing. And O'Hare O'Hare is the the spot because the fucking train the uh, the blue line is right there, so like mm-hmm. it's right to the city. That's true. That's true too. Yeah, um, yeah, that's good. But all the parameters have always been in set for me. Now, mm-hmm. what I can say that I've noticed is what happened to us in the last three years, which is crazy to even call it three years, basically. Um, but I saw all the implementations, what they implemented the past two years. I can only imagine to the degree what it was like on the airplane. All I've gotten like as of old experience from airplanes is somebody's wisdom or a fucking movie. And I don't know how accurate mm-hmm. the movies were, you know. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it's always been a, how do you say it? Just like a normal thing. Uh, unless yeah. like you had a family member who was able to elaborate mm-hmm. upon things or um, like tell you like their travel stories or fucking even recording. 
But other than that, this what I, what happened twenty years ago, I cannot necessarily gauge on how much it's altered. But I will say that I can. I will say that I can see how they basically replicated the same formula, right? And put it right in front of us, and and then normalizing. And, yeah. and normalized yeah. and things just normalized and people were like okay well there's, there's when are we going to go back to normal and it was like you just allowed this new normal to happen you right. allowed it. we all allowed yeah. it so can't complain until everybody quote unquote gets on the same page which will be difficult as fuck and it doesn't matter if it's as a human race or a race altogether until like everybody is connected and understands certain perception of how the world works um through a lens now i'm not saying they have to stay through that lens but through a lens it's not going to change until people get over their little goofy ass differences like oh i accidentally called you a they and you hate me for the rest of your life (laughs) (laughs) all right so so that 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 kind of i guess that answers that question about where um those those things that happened because now you're starting to see the next few steps you know first it was like lock down everything don't sneeze on anybody all that stuff and you know that was kind of the way that the uh where has matt going to see your grandma yeah the 911 it was like you know everybody don't you know i remember being like afraid to, to, go to, to go to a football game to go to oh it was uh, just to any go to, event. to go to any work event. to go to the mall or anything like yeah. that because you didn't Everything know on for, edge. for a few weeks for a few weeks you didn't know when the next shoe was going to drop you know yeah I, w- you... I wasn't hold on wait question yeah uh, go ahead w- would there be an event like this um around the 2000 era that has affected different countries such as this other than like afghanistan um, oh yeah no but like this, this is the first like thing the that they pulled that, off on a global scale. Like that this, yeah. unified America to a degree, mm. even though it still hurt us, like mm-hmm. right. there hasn't been another event such as that. Mm-hmm. And then this added more dividers than the unification because yeah, it's all right. around the world. And it's like, oh, wait, you're not wearing a, a you dig over your face and yeah. you're coughing. Bitch, I smoke. I'm sorry. Like, right. but the thing is, is that like, there's so many separators now and dividers on top of what we already had that this if it's either you conform and like you see somebody who's willing to conform because they already have their mask around them all times they have gloves they got the hand sanitizer ready on deck now those other people who never wore the mask you know Put hand sanitizer on every once in a while. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But like right before they eat. Other than that, like there's clear indicators on what side you're on right now. Yeah. Well, so 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 back to that. So you had the you had a few phases that happened, right? So it was, and Marcus can remember this because we we lived this, and that's that was kind of my point is some of this stuff you didn't get to see, and so I'm kind of trying to like see how it's similar to. Uh, what we Shit, what we had happened to us here. Old. I can ask. So, so we, it was first, it was like, you don't know what's going to happen next. And you, 
you're like looking over your shoulder. You're kind of scared of like, what's going to blow up next? What's going to come crashing down on me? Whatever. And that was like a week or two, maybe three, whatever. Then it was everybody go back and shop till your arms fall off because America, because America. capitalism, because you know what I mean? Like all, all that shit. Like you got the, the what was it? Like they hate us for our freedom. Like, no, right. motherfucker. They, they hate us until we hate blow us. their ass out. It, yeah, they hate us. They hate us for <laughs> all the shit that we do over there. We knock on their doors like they're neighbors, but we got guns in our hands instead of cakes. And and the the crazy thing is, they, what he was saying. Here's here's a bomb I'm gonna drop on y'all. Um, hopefully it uh, doesn't do anything to the channel. But when he said they hate us for our freedom, he was telling the truth. Because who he was talking about when he said they was the people who actually did the shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and they happen to be in Congress. <laughs> if you know what, I, hey, 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 yo, yo, yo! All right, so I'm glad I was talking when you said that because maybe it like garbled the algorithm up a little bit. He, he, he meant you know the C O O N. Feel me? Like cone. He meant cone, but accidentally said con. Yeah, you fool. You feel me though? Like when when he said they hate us for our freedom, he wasn't talking about the people who went over there and blew up. Right. He was talking about the actual perps. So anyway, um. That, so I'm, I'm thinking of it in, in those terms, like how what we were told to do and what it was like the opposite. It was like this weird sort of bizarro world of that time. It was you you didn't want to go anywhere and they were begging you to go back to shop and do stuff. Sure. And then this time it was like you wanted to go do shit and they were like, no, you can't do shit. We're not going to let you do shit. Mm -hmm. I think and, and, part of I think part of the difference between the two is that we're at a different stage. You know, mm -hmm. what they're doing is transforming this country into a communist country so that it can be taken over by the uh, by the occultocracy and uh, and then morphed because because communism won't work for them either. They they're truly aiming at fascism. And so what the the first thing was was they needed the economy to keep moving so that they could enslave the world. They're, the Republicans' job was to enslave the world. The Democrats' job is to enslave the American people. So um, with the Republicans, they were busy enslaving the world and they needed money uh, of some kind. And we know that this doesn't really work, but that's that was the idea that mm. they were funding that. Now they're trying to de decimate and take down the American uh, dream, if you will. They're trying mm -hmm. to any semblance of the Constitution having any, any validity. They're trying to get that gone. And how they do that is by destroying the economy. Yeah, it's funny you say that because um, yesterday, Hotep Jesus did a really, really good stream. on. He did a couple yesterday. He did one yesterday during the day while I was at work and then one last night, late night, um, the one last night, late night was a completely on a completely different subject, but the one during the day was about like the war of 1812 and like banks and, and the money behind war and all that stuff. And somebody, somebody in the chat brought up that this, cause they were kind of putting, connecting the dots from what he he's done in his research with, for the Patriot report. So mm -hmm. it's really cool. If you get a chance to go. Yeah. It's a great book. And if you get a chance to go watch that series, cause he does such an amazing job of like breaking it down and like really giving some context that like it would be a lot of work to write all the stuff that he says when he goes through these hour and a half, two hour streams or even 45 minute streams where he's breaking down just like 
a chapter or part of a chapter. While we're all broke and they're still yeah. fucking. Yeah. And so, and he goes through and he pulls up like the documentation. Like he's got all this shit is sourced. It's it's like he's going through his whole thought process of why while he was putting the book together. So anyway, someone was in the chat was putting together the dots on and he and he's he was like, no, look. So what? Uh, he was correcting them or maybe like kind of clarifying and and like open unpacking what they were saying. Um, but he said what they did was they set up. So you had this, you had these money interests all over the world and they were mostly like Europe and um, some in, in like India, but it was, it was mostly European. It was like Spain, sure. Great Britain and, and a handful of others, Portugal France. and France. Yeah. Um, and so he's breaking down how basically what they did was they put the U S in its position to basically be the world police hmm. to, and that, that was kind of my takeaway from it. Like he didn't explain it exactly that way, but that was, I see it, though. it was it like they, they became the, the military enforcement arm of the oligarchy Absolutely. that was running the world. And then, and then you start looking at this stuff and it's like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like they, cause the way that they like, they, they kind of let some stuff go down and then, when it was time, World War One, they called the cops, and yeah. here we came. Right. World War Two, they we called the cops, like the and police. here we came. You know, we pull up just like Popo, man. No, we pull so up it's... like Popo when uh, white per- no, when a black person calls. Yeah, we're... We, we, we'll take our time. Be like, oh shit, yeah. Take time. Right, Forty five minutes, buddy. Take our time. Yes, take our time, and then when we get there, we just start blowing shit up, fucking people up. Right, right, killing people are there. Get on the ground. Who, get on the ground. No, no matter who's who, get on the ground. <laughs> Don't move your arms. Oh shit, man! But but yeah, so 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 it was a little bit like that, where like you know we became you know Team America, World Police, and mm-hmm. and the way I kind of synthesized that was like oh, I was like what? oh yeah, we became Team America, World Police, and what we what they did was. We we go around and we we acquire resources for the for the oligarchy mm-hmm. by toppling these regimes and taking their shit and blowing and, and and like you know pillaging them, and then in peacetime, the American people are made comfortable enough that we feed the parasite during peacetime. Yeah, so that it stays healthy and well fed and fortified. So that when it's time for it to go and be the be the police, we are the taxpayers for the and and, and the the whole world really pays uh, taxes on this in this system too because when oil is in USD when that's what it's traded in you have to buy USD and or yeah, exchange they, they for USD sure so that you can buy oil from so. everybody. Well, now you take that too because you're right. Take mm-hmm. that to the next step. Now they've yeah. got the majority of the world. The majority yeah. of the world is mm-hmm. under the, the yoke of slavery imposed by the United States Imperial Army. And um, so now you need to control those people. And they're not looking to the United States. There's too much of a an understanding in our culture. It's not really, you know, people like to point to the, the Constitution. That's not what, that, that shit's been thrown away since Lincoln. Mm-hmm. But, um, but what they are, but the, our culture is about freedom, about individual liberty, about private property. Those kinds of ideas permeate the American culture. Well, they've got to get rid of that. And because what they need is they need a top-down 
government controlled technocracy that can control people. And there's a model that they're using right now and it's called China. And mm -hmm. so the next stage mm -hmm. is for, um, is for build back China better to come in mm -hmm. and start implementing those kinds of ideas. Not only here, they've already done it for the most part in Canada and in uh, Australia and mm -hmm. that that's going and also all over Europe so that mm -hmm. they can, because they now have the technology in order mm -hmm. to do that. And that's the next step. Now that they have conquered the world, mm -hmm. you know, this is like risk 2.0. They needed the United States to get to risk to win the game. Question. And they've pretty much done so. And now they're going to control the inside. Well, two questions. First, going back, Chad, you're talking about the movie, right? Quote, unquote. Well, I mean, I, I was quoting like, the movie in coming up with that name, but, but like, like that's what we effectively it, are. Looking that's back effectively into it, what we bro, are. That's what they, hey, if you're not scared of your fa uh, your computer getting canceled, um, go ahead and go watch that movie. Hilarious movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Number two, do you think that what happened 20 years ago with the police number, um, it has any play with... Uh, our new reigning power that's coming to so China. Do you think mm. that it has any correlations or ties to it, or do you think it's just so, simply America? I think being... I think I think Marcus is onto something that um, it, we're we are we've kind of moved past the need for the the military type of because so the way that this stuff used to go was everything was cash. Everything was physical. Everything was now in person. Digital. And now, now, now that you've digitized everything, your bank account is even like not even real. Like it's just a bunch of ones and zeros mm -hmm. on a computer. And that's what, like, uh, you know, I I think we have an an incredible circle of friends. I'll say that much because I just finished. Um, I, I re-upped Bitcoin Mystery School this weekend. And that's a great. I I recommend. I, I feel yeah, like I, I should be. I feel like we should be getting uh, sponsorship sponsor. uh, paid <laughs> paid by these uh, by by the Patriot Report and and hooked up Jesus's channel and also uh, Cyprian Vin Armani and the uh, and Bitcoin Mystery School. But I, it's also like this stuff is just really good. So I, I I can give them some free advertising and I don't have a problem with it because they're friends and they're doing oh, yeah, really wow. good you, work. You the they're doing you know, they're doing the Lord's free, work. A free yeah. character too. Yeah, they're doing the Lord's work out here, um, and so I can support that for sure. Um, but what 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 that course taught me? So I took it back in June, and then um, some new developments in the world in the CBDC rollout and all this other stuff, and also in some new information and new, I guess, kind of add-ons to like how that how it functions. Um, then has has ouch, has updated the. Uh, tried to push my chair and my foot slipped and I just stubbed the shit out of my foot on the uh, leg of the table. Well, that really hurt. That really hurt. I'm you trying to hold it in. Um, yeah. <laughs> Rub it no, out, brother. No more no chunkless. Uh, so anyway, where was I? Oh, so he's updated the curriculum. And so he offered anybody who took the class before he updated the curriculum can go back and take it again. Well, I took it this weekend and it's incredible. Like I, I it's, there's there's very little that I see as more valuable in a nine hour course. Uh, no, and well, a nine hour investment of your time mm -hmm. than taking that course. Okay. And what I was getting at is that 
where we are now as they are digitizing all this stuff and and your whole existence is a bunch of ones and zeros having an element of control over that over the privacy of it over the handling of it and the 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 transmission of data and how and who gets to see it and who doesn't is an immense an immense for sure responsibility and also like a capability that you need to tap into um because if you trust that stuff to third parties you set yourself up for some shit that i went through earlier this year where some trusted third parties failed me miserably and cost me dearly um we talked about that a little bit on the show this is about the most open i've been about that in public mm -hmm. um but it was it was bad. It was very rough, and I still have like PTSD um, from that whole experience. He calls me every time Aquarian Anarchy has a hit. <laughs> every time, yeah. Every time there's something where Marcus is like logging in, I'm like, "Yo, is that you?" Because um, I'm like, "Yeah, no." Nah, when I, I got started, the, I got the twitches. I'm like, um, but yeah. Sure. So, so my point with all that is that as this stuff moves in that direction. And, and I, I really appreciate Vin also for this, because what he does is I think he, he recalibrates your mind in recognizing that, like, listen, I know there's a nostalgia and there's this belief that a lot of our people in our circles have that somehow we're going to go back to trading grain for weapons or something. And that we're going to go back to the 1300s and how this shit works. It ain't going that direction. It it is not. And it, and sure. you if you go back and look at how the 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 monetary system changed um, when Ben Franklin started the, the like the freedom of the press goes back to to like printing money mm -hmm. because back then it wasn't just the federal reserve and the treasury that was in charge of the money. Like there were, you had all these different places, all the different colonies had their own money. And so it like, wasn't a monopoly. It was, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't this, right. And it, and it was, but it was all based on like, this is redeemable for this much silver or this much gold, or there was some, there was some sort of basis for it. Exchange. And yeah, yeah. For banks, but it was, but it was, it was all still paper. They recognized the, the fact that you can't do this shit as much as we would like for it to be as tangible and as um, like, I don't, I don't know, like immutable as we want it to be as like silver, gold or whatever it would be. We ain't going back there. Right. You best get ready for the digital revolution because it's here and there's not going to be an, M an EMP attack. That's going to take the whole thing down. Like they, the people who run this shit, it serves them no purpose to have us all disconnected from their yeah uh, mechanical and and electronic tentacles that they have on us. Mm -hmm. So so figuring out a way to understand that system and have one foot kind of tapping into that when when necessary, and then have the your other your other rail kind of going is very very important and understanding how to do that best and how to how to help people around you do it best is invaluable to me and so like mm -hmm. I, I that's that's one of the things that's been really um interesting and important as we've kind of gone through this process and so i'm starting to look at like okay how do we look back to that day in september and all of the things that came after 
and then look and recognize, okay, now the stuff that comes after is 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 underway and it's happening. Correct. Passports and and you know, oh, yeah, your face social, is about to be social and carbon credit scores and yeah. all this other kind of shit. You know, all yeah. that stuff is coming. So how do you how do you deal with that? What's, What's up, Cannon? Yeah, and I, I think it's important, too, to, to show that, to your point, Chad, that the um, economic system changed that day as well. You know, people forgot entirely that Donald Rumsfeld, the day before, lost a shit Down ton of money. Three trillion dollars. Yeah, right. I mean, like, wasn't there a building that lost a large sum amount right. of money that was not spoken on? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, it was spoken the day before nine. The day before. The day before, yeah. and then it went away. So, but what they managed to do after you partially using the Patriot Act and partially mm. using a bunch of other little things that they've done along mm. the way is they have gotten complete control of the monetary system, mm. and they are slowly pushing cash out of the way so that it cannot um, function. Now, mm. what what? Before people think, oh, but this is then how do we fight this? And what is doom and gloom? What Chad is talking about is a way to move around that. And I'm not saying that crypto is the answer. I'm not saying that because I think that crypto is just one of many answers. Mm -hmm. But it is the answer. Yeah. Correct. Um, Different forms of income, ladies and gentlemen. Right. yeah, we we definitely need to to bring more income into our in, into our. I mean, I'm a living proof that 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 mm. needs to happen, but also living proof that you can weather a little bit um, with uh, with preparedness. And so, what we need to do is start looking into getting our dealings back. Mm-hmm. Um, stop letting them control the interaction of the economy. Most people don't put into because they're busy, you know, crediting Bush with um, implementing all these war things that that happened and were awful. I'm a big anti-war guy. All of that is awful. But what he also did is he helped further monopolize the monetary system. And when you have a monetary system that is monopolized, you are moving towards socialism because one of the communist manifesto planks is control of the monetary system flat out. And so the, that's one of the components that we're seeing. And we saw in the, in this last couple years with the, 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 uh, the scamdemic that what, um, what they also did was they, they, they kind of put out the, the feelers of how's this going to work when they said you can't, there, there's a, 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 a you know, there's a shortage of change. There's a shortage of money. You can't, that's bullshit. None of that really happened. That is not what happened. They, they just put it out. Right. They said, they said that there was a shortage of coins. That was bullshit. They purposefully withheld so that they could control the monetary system. It was a test. Yep. Yep. So So you need to get control of that. Right, right. So, and and what we need to do is we need to do we need to try to start learning some of this stuff. I, I think so. One of the thing, one of the other things that that I learned because I, I tend to get like frustrated with myself, um, where I see some of this stuff coming, and I'm I, I fancy myself intelligent enough to figure some of this stuff out, and to and to be able to to, to work with it. I, I was really good with computers. And I just like let that whole era pass me by without me being part of the creative, innovative, 
culture. Um, part of that culture. And there was a time where like I knew like I was writing stuff in code ba- in basic. Yeah, Microsoft Basic. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was doing I was programming stuff on a calculator at school and everything in eighth grade in like nineteen eighty eight and shit. Like it was and then I just like let that whole era pass me by. <laughs> and 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 I'm looking back and I'm like, man, I could have done some stuff. And so now I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm not letting that happen again. I'm I'm almost fifty years old, but that doesn't mean that I can't act like I'm still a teenager and, and like get in on the ground floor this some of this stuff because the, the the ground floor is still here. Like if you listen to me, I'm telling you, when you talk to people about crypto and about Bitcoin and about that whole space, mm-hmm. ask yourself this question. When you hear people talking about it and when you think about it yourself, are you thinking about putting money in something and having the number go up and then getting out and getting more and getting more us dollars in your bank right. account than you had before you put it in. No, I'm not, but, but I'm not, the normal. but there are a lot of people who are, For and sure. I, I mean, I think, and I think I, let's be honest. I think you do I, think like that, like well, a little no. bit, like there's, there's, a, sure. there's a certain amount, a certain element of it being treated as an investment as though it's some vehicle for, for that. Right. But so, what, anyway, but, continue. No, I, I wanted to, I wanted to to dig into that because um, because yes, as a as a to me, crypto um, is many things, you know, mm-hmm. and depending on how things go depends on how I will react to crypto. Mm-hmm. On on a very basic um, level, I have a fair amount of crypto, not a lot, enough. Mm-hmm to mm-hmm. kind of be at the forefront uh, of getting uh, getting into crypto but on the, the very basis if crypto does become valuable um on in the long run as opposed to uh cash you are correct i'm thinking the that that use might get me property i might take that and not convert it into cash, but convert it into property, which is still capital, and I'm still doing the same thing. But that is the basis of that. My second step is taking the crypto I have and having enough to move it into a different coin. And I'm, I've actually looked at Monero to move into Monero, which is a, a more hidden form mm-hmm. so that, uh, of crypto so that I can build. That's step two. The third step is when they start transferring things over, I think the Bitcoin is why I will never divest myself of all of the Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin is going to be likely in one of the, the um, several that they go. And again, I think that it, you're right, that it it you need that is going to be a tool for mm-hmm. um for growth and and using in the new you know normal if you will so yeah. to kind of flush that out yeah so and i'm gonna i'm what i'm what i'm about to say i'm gonna clip this and i'm gonna send it to vin because i think uh i think he might may, maybe he'll be like no because we what he'll do a lot is he'll correct you and be like no, it's not like that, but you're close. It's more like this. And uh, sure. and then he'll like flip it and turn and be like, oh, so it's like that. I I think what people are doing is they are playing crypto the way that people played dot com stocks mm. in the in the 90s. Sure. They look at the internet and they say the internet is a big thing. 
So I'm going to buy Mindspring and I'm going to buy Yahoo and I'm going to buy whatever Intel, you know, all computer stuff and anything that says .com at the end. And that's why people are getting their asses handed to them is because they see the internet as something that's going to be big and they just want to say, give me some internet stock. Yeah. So that the internet stock can go up and then I can take that internet stock when it goes up and sell it and I'll be richer. Mm -hmm. And no one is thinking of it. And this is why I challenged you on, on the thing. And I'm, this, you know, I love you. Right. So this sure. isn't like, this is a, but I don't the claim I to be an expert on. Yeah. Crypto. The reason I challenged you on that is because even though even, and even some of the descriptions that you gave, and I'm saying this because I thought the same way until I took this class uh, mm -hmm. in June. And even in June, when I, I have like, the I cash, like, I plan on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even after June, I still was thinking the same way. And then after this weekend, I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. I've, even though I thought I had fixed what I had wrong, I had so much more wrong. What this is telling you is like, no, don't think of this as let me put some cash in internet stocks. Yeah. What I need to do is I need to build an internet project that uses the internet to solve problems mm -hmm. that help people. And then that problem solving that I do makes it to where now I can I can have a value returned to me for the value that I'm delivering. Right. It in, brings you right back space. to barter. And so it's not, it's not, you, you, yeah. So thinking of it as currency, as money is the completely wrong way. And so like we've all, we've all been trying to think this through and everybody in the class is like, it's like Bitcoin is like the, the metal for the rails and the rail and the, and the spikes and, and all this stuff. And it's the wood and it's the fuel for the train. The train. And, and, whoa, whoa, what is that? Oh, my bad. My, I started echoing to myself. Um, anyway. And, and he's like, it's like this. And it's like, and it, and so then we came up with like, it's like the paper and the pen and the ink, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, yeah, it's closer to that because it's the way that you get to doing some of the things that you want to do. And that's where it like dawned on me. It's like, no, like this is like, Bitcoin is HTML. It's yeah. learning how to write the code to make websites and to make websites do the shit that you want them to do. And and it's not just let me invest in askjeeves.com because it's going to be a big search engine. So do you that's think that if Bitcoin was a thing back 20 years ago that the whole scheme and you dig with the three point some odd million. It, do you think it would play a factor in it? So since Bitcoin, you can basically trade your money anonymously. Mm -hmm. And do you think that a bank would have been able, a centralized Bitcoin bank, wouldn't mm -hmm. have been able to done, done or do something such as that? Do something like the the yes, nine one one have a distraction? Yeah, nine one one have a distraction and transfer it. Without I mean, I, yeah. Well, so so I, I actually excuse me. I actually think uh, Bitcoin has been around for thirteen years, mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think it was 08, October of 08 is when yeah. the Bitcoin white paper was emailed by Satoshi was Nakamoto. 2007 like 2007 no, it was it was 08 and then 09 is when like it it really kind of like officially launched mm -hmm. um 
the the code was written and released. Um, but I think so. If you think about it that way, like it's been around for a while. <laughs> and what I think is that like as people were starting to actually like embrace the idea, that's that's when uh, the last couple of years happened. Um, so I think there's an element of like an answer to your question just in that. You know, that like like people yeah. people were starting to to figure out some of the stuff. No, but I, but I still not. say I still say that I think people are missing missing the mark, myself for included sure. for a long time on like what it I'm means. not all the way there. Where, yeah, because I, I was even like as recently as this early this year, I was I was looking at it just as like I'm gonna keep nibbling away and dollar cost averaging my Bitcoin and then mm -hmm. the number go up and and you know then I'll be a millionaire in Bitcoin. You know, I'll be a Bitcoin millionaire, and that's sure. and that's the thing too. Like all these people around it as well. Like, yeah, they want you to have a specific viewpoint on and it's, it. And that's why I draw. That's why I drew the the comparison to the dot com bubble is you had the same kind of thing where if you had .com in your business name, you could be a fucking uh, orange salesman on the side of the road. And if your name was oranges.com, um, people would just give you money. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Something <laughs> because else. It just said, and it was the same thing with blockchain five years ago. If you had blockchain yeah. in your project, in your name, yeah. it was <laughs> like, oh my God, blockchain, give them a million dollars. Right. You know, and 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 so rightfully, people who are greedy got their asses handed to them because that's what happens when you try to chase fast money. Agreed. When, and when what you should be doing is trying to do work and build, build projects on this sure. on this backbone of this technology. One of the things we have to understand too, um, another, I guess maybe we should be also promoting uh, James Corbett and the Corbett Report, mm -hmm. uh, CorbettReport.com. Um, but um, one of the things that James did recently um, is he analyzed the development of media and um, and how that has changed things. And he went from from all the way back to the printing press and those kinds of things, all the way to the internet and beyond. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, that he talks about is the way that the state functions. And what they do is they see these kinds of technologies like Bitcoin. And, and you can see this coming out directly after uh, uh, 911. You can see the... Um, the them rolling the next stage of takeover um and they largely did it at that time of the uh of the internet and they're they're starting to uh fully own the internet at this point what what they do is when these new technologies that can have massive benefits think about all of the things that the printing press brought mm -hmm. into our lives. It is a beautiful thing that it brought the internet, the exact same thing. But what the state does is it takes that gains control. And mm -hmm. then once it gains control, it manipulates it for its own purpose, which mm -hmm. the, the, the state's only purpose is to suck like a parasite mm -hmm. on the individuals. Right. That is what the purpose of the state is. And so we have to understand when dealing with with Bitcoin and with crypto, that they're doing that. They're doing it now. Mm -hmm. You can see mm -hmm. them doing it. Um, and and I, I think that part of what we're seeing in the the fall of Bitcoin over the last few years has been the state 
purposefully um, getting control, getting a controlling interest over Bitcoin so that it can then use Bitcoin to gain itself. And if a few wackos also come along and manage to, to, to also do other things, whether you're talking about the stuff that you're talking about, Chad, or you're just talking about what I was talking about, you know, buying some land and going being my, on my mm-hmm. own. Either way, they're okay with a couple liabilities because they are okay with gaining control of that uh, of that system. And well, so- I think they I think they wanted to they wanted to destabilize that from a from a number go up standpoint. The people who were in it as an investment, making it look like it's not a good investment, but then right. it's okay because we have the central bank digital currency, and right. it's going to be like a dollar is a dollar, and it's not going to go crazy and go up. But it's going to be the only way you'll be able to buy anything. So you better get on board and at least it'll be stable and you won't lose all your money. Right. So we but again, what we saw and to link this back to the 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 kind of the the purpose of this this uh, podcast is that that 9-11 really was when all of that really exploded, at least in mm-hmm. our lifetimes, mm-hmm. you know, there were, uh, there are other, you know, you, you can go back to world war two, you can do all of those things. And, and still for all as awful as Biden is, he is nothing compared to Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson yeah. Right. But, but, it, it, but the ability, what, what's different about the times starting about, because that is when the internet exploded is the technology mm-hmm. to actually physically control humanity came into being under that system. So what we are seeing for, from that time is them beginning to enact the system that they have wanted for 10,000 years since the beginning of the state. They have finally gotten technology enough to do that, what they want. Don't you think that technology has bitten them in the ass, though? For sure. And, and, and one of the things, the, the state doesn't do anything well. And um, because of that, it, it, this also comes back to a parable that Locke talked about um, in on government. He talked about that natural law, it, it, you know, it, there's a quote where um, Locke says that the only, I'm going to mess up the quote, but it's more or less the only way you get to seditious commotion is through, is through oppression. So um, what Locke understood is that people, when they're relatively, even if they're, they're a little bit hurting, Mm -hmm. they're usually pretty controllable. Um, even, you know, like to the level of like Stalin and, and, and those kinds of people, because back in, in the in the country in you know, Siberia or wherever, largely people were left alone by by uh, it was when they were in the big cities that Stalin could do stuff. Mm-hmm. But when the vast majority of people are oppressed, that's what causes revolutions. Right. That's where it comes from. So. So no, Nico, they're not going to succeed. It is my my truthful belief that free, we are on an evolutionary track towards freedom. The problem is that that evolutionary track takes a step back once in a while, and we're on a big one. And it started not with this big lockdown we had two years ago. That's not where it started. That was a symptom. They mm-hmm. would not have been able to do that had they not put into place 
all of the tyranny that immediately followed 911. Yeah, that that framework was already set up, and I'll, I'll say to the to the point about evolution of of like freedom, eventual freedom. Um, you know, back to like the way that Adam opens up his book about the the like asymptotic um, sort of that relationship between like freedom and like the technology mm-hmm. and, and government's control over it and everything. So <clears throat> yes, they, they are constantly um, seeing humanity, you know, in, in the words of uh, Jeff Goldblum's character, I can't remember what his name is in Jurassic park, but life finds a way, right? So life finds a way. And then the authoritarians find a way to try to take control of that. But then life is always trying to find a way and life is always outpacing that stuff. Yeah. Chaos theory. That's right. Yes. Um, so even as some of this stuff becomes, um, it starts to, to come into being like Satoshi's white paper was a revolutionary document. I suggest everybody. A matter of fact, I'm going to send it to you um, so that it can be, so no, so that it can be in the show notes for this. Okay. Um, or if you cool. could, if you have a link to it or whatever, just put it in. But I, I figure. Yeah, send it to me. I'll, that way it's easier. Yeah, we can put it in the show notes for this uh, for this episode. Um, or I, let me see. I might be be able to actually do it. But anyway, um, the the white the Bitcoin white paper is a must read, um, so that you can both understand. Oh, so I have it as a file. I'm gonna have to find a, a, a version of it that's not um, not a Just file. Just send it to me and I'll add it. A, a that way we don't. That way you don't add it and I take it out when I modify it later. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'll send it to you and let you do the the dirty work. So, um, but yeah, it was a, a a bit of a like a revolutionary act and a revolutionary, um, you know, introduction of of a technology that frees people, and Yes, there is. It it also gave the government the framework, the global government, the framework for how to construct a digital currency that they could control everyone with. However, what and this is one of the things that I I think is a huge benefit of taking, you know, Ben's class, Bitcoin Mystery School, is that you learn, okay, well, when this thing comes out, whether and it's something that looks kind of like you know, Tether, you know, USDT or, or USDC, any of these other coins that are out there that are being used to buy Bitcoin mm-hmm. um, and used as the vehicle where you sell Bitcoin and you get you get that and then that's how you, you turn it into dollars or whatever. Um, you will have the capability because what people need to start understanding Bitcoin as is not as money, not as a currency, not as an investment, but instead as the internet it's the internet it's the new internet and it is the way that you're going to be able to send money to people and receive you know digital things in return um and so when you when you start to view it that way then you see oh wait so if i can learn how to leverage this technology and learn how to use this code in a way that makes it to where I can send Marcus a message and Marcus can be the only one who gets it. And he can know for a fact that it's from me Yeah, and no one else can see it. Even if they intercept it, mm-hmm. 
like then you start to realize the power that you have in your fingertips with just a few lines of code and the ability to use it anywhere and everywhere. Um, and now, granted, all this stuff requires an internet connection. But you know what else requires an internet connection? All the bullshit that they're trying to pull off. So if you really think, that's why I say, like, we're not going to get EMP bombed because it fucks their whole game up. That's yeah. like saying, like, that's like saying, oh, yeah, you know what would really take everything down? If they destroyed all the roads. Like, you really think somebody's going to let them destroy all the roads so they can't, like, send their troops over the roads right. and send the police over the roads and conduct their, you know, bring their boxes of shit all over the place. Like, no, bro. Like, come on. You got to think like right. the people who run the world ain't going to let that shit happen. Cause that's the veins through which their power runs. Right. For sure. And, and another thing too, we haven't even begun. This is still, yes, it, it happened. Like, thir like you said, like 13 years ago, the Bitcoin hit the scene. And, but at the end of the, the day, we have not even begun to see the ripples of this effect. Most people don't understand that the internet actually came out in the 1970s. Now it was a DARPA program and it, and it was ran by the government, but, but that expanded the seventies. We're talking about to the, 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 you know, 2010 when it really kind of exploded. So we have not seen where this is going to go. There will be more projects like Steam it. There will be more projects like, you know, that will, that someone will take blockchain technology or Bitcoin technology because they are slightly different and start to build on that for some project that we don't even think about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those are the kinds of innovations that we need to be, focusing our energies on we need to start to stop letting the government control the narrative which yes. they have been doing through propaganda since the time immemorial but really in this country <laughs> since since 9 11 we need to stop letting them to con control the narrative and get people all riled up about this or that yes it is awful that the the, the things that they're doing i get it all that you know the the transgender nonsense is stupid but that's not that's a very small group of people mm -hmm. I'm well, more it's, it's also a trap about, getting right. mad about getting mad about that and right. fighting that is is a trap correct um, because then you just wind up looking it, bad it's getting you right. off your game and it's making you angry and it's getting yeah it's going to get you it's going to get you caught up and you're going to get banned from doing shit and you're right. you're gonna get like caught up. You're in just the, stepping down to their level and getting ignore that shit. Ignore right. that shit. And keep it pushing, man. Yeah. If you got a yeah. lemonade stand, if you got a lemonade stand, you're trying to sell lemonade. What the fuck that got to do with you? Right. Ho, tap and build. That's yes. what we got to be doing. We've got to be figuring out, getting together with the super friends, and figuring out how we can stop being manipulated and fucked mm -hmm. with. Yeah. So stop playing with the nonsense. Start concentrating back because they've gotten us so divided. Mm -hmm. Start concentrating back on that we are humanity, yeah. that we are one people, that we are we're different. Everyone's an individual. Everyone has their own emanation of God. But stop fucking fighting over dumb shit and start concentrating on what unites us, what brings us together. Remember that day beyond all the bullshit. 
We mourned a bunch of people who were brave, who ran into buildings when mm -hmm. people were dying. Mm -hmm. Those are the people we should be concentrating on, not the bullshit. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. I, I do think about this, though. Does it, does it make you wonder how come FDNY wasn't doing TikToks? What's an FDNY? Uh, New York Fire Department. Ah. You know, like, like, so they were actually out there doing work. Right. <laughs> finding people. And not out, you know. But, but, yeah. but, but we had nurses and doctors doing TikToks. <laughs> right. In front this of empty beds. Distraction. Amen. Word. Like, it's just kind of wild how that shit went down, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, and, and, and the, the social media is is another thing that is a post 9-11 thing mm -hmm. that has absolutely decimated the Internet. And because people aren't going and looking up articles, mm. they're going to Twitter and they're and their Internet used to be a resource library. Right. And, and that's not the case. Into, it has devolved into the most ratchet. Now it's a void. Now it's a void. It's right. something we need that... to recapture that. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What we're so, doing, so, yeah. what we're doing, is we're coming together, and we're encouraging people to to work on their projects. If the, if you have a project that you'd like to talk to us about, mm -hmm. we we we're here every Wednesday. <laughs> Contact us at Anarchy Store at at gmail .com, or you can get a hold of us on Twitter. All of us are on Twitter. Um, and because I use it as a tool, I don't get on there and do a bunch of dumb shit. <laughs> but um, get a hold of us, and I'd love to talk about your solutions. <clears throat> yeah, so um, about that. So, like, the solutions are definitely a big, uh, big part of how we influence what my next question is going to be. And that is, as we have seen... With, yeah, yeah. Sorry for the mix-up, but like I was supposed to go get my son from basketball practice in, in like ten minutes, and uh, my wife stayed because she didn't trust me that we were going to get off. And like you're wrapping up, we're about to get off. And right. she's like, I, don't, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I'm staying. I'm like, fine. You're doing this to yourself. Uh, I'm gonna keep talking then. All right, here we go. So anyway, so the next question I was gonna ask. It's good because it lets me ask this question that I wanted to ask anyway, which is, um, and and this, you know our solutions to things helps shape what the answer to this can be versus what it is likely to be in light of what we've seen in the last 20 years since that day in September. Um, what do you think the kids who weren't alive to see the last two years or who were so young that they're not going to really remember Except that they may have they may have like a faint memory of like having to wear a mask to daycare and shit like that, um, which is torture and evil bullshit that they perpetrated on these kids. I'll just say that. Sure. But but what using using what what informs us from what happened after nine eleven? What do we think? You know, twenty years from now, you know, the fifteen to twenty year olds are going to be saying about what happened in 2020 and 2022 and what they learned in school and all that stuff. And I'll let Nico go first since he's the one who kind of got that, that level of experience. Um, um, it firsthand. Well, one, I am very worried because they probably will think of this shit as a very fat ass blurb 
as well because their attention spans are so to shit and they're at a young age at this moment right now. But what's going to be the constant reminder is, is that the mask, there's going to be still people wearing masks. Yeah. There's going to be hella kids with birth defects. I know that for a fact. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But there's yeah, there's a whole bunch of. It just started. It's going to be a whole lot of reminders of what the, like, what the hell I went through. I don't know what happened. I know I was just segregated. I didn't see a lot of emotion. I've had a really weird growing up opposed to my elders and things of that nature. But this is normal to me now, quote unquote. It's going to be normal to them. It's already Mm -hmm. normal. It's Mm -hmm. normalized. It's just another day of thought until things really start to blow up later down the line and start to get exposed. And then you're like, holy shit. What the hell? You know. So I think that even though this is a blurb to them and it's a constant reminder at the same time, I honestly think that there is going to be like a radical shift in how they perceive life. Like, mm, yeah, I'm supposed to see somebody with a mask or lack of emotion, or I'm supposed to see somebody. <laughs> hoping to get killed because they didn't get a certain, they didn't make a certain decision. Like kids were exposed to a lot more stupidity. Uh, you can't put that in the chat, Marcus. Shit, what you doing? I didn't. I put a bunch of fucking spaces in there. And oh, God. You in too. Minecraft or so something. Bad. Say in a video game. Say, say like, oh, my God. I won't let me take it off. I was I was about to make a joke that, uh, that uh, Sketch is about to come in here and blow up the chat. Um, give us another... Uh, but yeah, no, I think I, yeah, all I can, kids, all I can do is I can block you or put you in timeout, but I can't delete the comment. Yeah, you, same you thing. You have to do oh, it well. <laughs> oh, well, it, it lives. Uh, but right. yeah, I, so it's funny that you say that, Nico, because I was thinking about there, there are those times where like I, I still kind of it's just different when you <laughs> God forgive me, but I'm about to say this like when you get on a when you get on a plane. And some people start talking a certain language behind you or something like that. You're just like, there's a there's a little tingle in the back of your brain that says like, this motherfucker's about to blow this bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I'm wondering like, I'm wondering like, is that going to be the thing where like, there's going to be people like, these people aren't wearing masks. Look at these people. Look, that guy just coughed and he didn't even cover his mouth. You know, or or whatever, or, something, or if you, God forbid, wear like some sort of like freedom-based, you know, T-shirt or something like that in the airport, and be like, oh, there's one of those Nazi MAGA people. Right. Um, that's a that's the funniest part about all this stuff is that like somehow because <laughs> because we saw a, a huge uh, propaganda campaign and a, the hugest perpetration of uh, a psyop in in like possibly the history of humanity. We all of a sudden now are MAGA people. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. How, what? Like, yeah, this, is the, this is the this is the Nick Sarwark logic. Um, right. Is like if you saw this as the bullshit that it was, and you didn't want to get the forced injections, or you just didn't want the injections. Period. And then you you got mad when they tried to force it, and you said that it shouldn't be forced, and they shouldn't be having passports. The Nick Sarwarks of the world will say that you are a fascist. Um, and I, I like I have seen this dude. He has like said, "What would you suggest that you do if you have a venue and you want to make sure that people have gotten the medical treatment?" I'm like, 
Um, go fuck yourself. That's what. But anyway, um, to to put my spin on, I'll have to ask on, for forgiveness again. No, nah, <laughs> to 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 kind of uh, answer your question from my perspective, I think that what's going to wind up happening is when they have their ventilators on because there's the, if you think that this was the, was the last run of of what they can do with scamdemic. <laughs> it's gonna be fun mm. the second time when it actually kills people but um <laughs> yeah um because they learned a lot when yeah, because this was this was, was a a trial just like um just like 911 was a trial they th let's see what happens when we do this that's exactly what they just did they mm -hmm. have a bunch of uh of um data now to uh to do it but um when looking back the the person who is five now is going to uh, be spoon fed the propaganda from the school that what happened because you remember the government has a interest in making sure that it is the solution to everything mm -hmm. so what they're going to tell them is there was this deadly disease that uh, that came out and was killing millions of people, regardless of what the reality was. It mm -hmm. does not matter. My little girl came home and we talked about uh, what the school covered. And I said, how many buildings fell in New York City? And she said, two. I said, no, three. Look up building seven. And so... Um, so again, the propaganda is going to um, take over and they're going to be told that millions of people were dying. The government came in and put out a, a jab that cured the entire world and mm -hmm. everyone was kumbaya except for the few people that were terrorists who stood up against it. That's what they're going mm -hmm. to be told. Yeah, this is, this is, I want to bring this up because this is a really interesting point that I, I want to say something about. Jay... Shout out to Jay Pylon for coming on. Uh, great show last night, by the way. You and uh, and Cannon and Sonny Johnson. I know you didn't get to talk much, Jay, um, but Sonny was dropping bombs. Um, that was a that was a very entertaining show. Um, but anyway, he says the libs weren't serious about Bush. Um, the they said it was just like bad rhetoric. He said uh, he said they they loved him when he gave Michelle candy, and it's right. true. Like they like. And so, and then he, he, says this, he says, he says the same people saying they hated Bush back then are praising him today and all is forgiven and forgotten. And that's what I want to get, get to is, so this, this makes me think, all right, so let's fast forward. It's 2024. Ron DeSantis becomes the president <laughs> and he goes on his Ron DeSantis wave. And then he starts like, uh, I don't know, banning Disney and banning CNN and LA, he, he's got like, I want people to really like start thinking about, I know we, we, we are in a culture war and, and I get it. The way you fight that stuff in real terms is, um, prayer and repentance and taking care of yourself, taking care of your family, doing the right things and building the culture and cultivating the culture that you want to see. Um, if you, keep streaming Disney shit and then like complain because Disney does stuff that you don't like and you keep streaming it. And then you just keep yelling and keep streaming it and keep yelling and keep streaming it and keep yelling. Like you're not really fucking do like, it's not going to yeah, work. They're still getting their money from you. Um, they're still getting their money and you're empowering them. And, and then, and then all you're, yeah. And all you're doing, you're giving lip service shit. So there's that. So that to, he's already done stuff where he's tried to like do the shit with Disney in Florida. And he's like made this thing where like, 
now legal for a business to say that you have to have proof of the jab when you come in and all this kind of stuff. And I get that. But what I see happening is DeSantis is going to come in. He's going to do DeSantis things. And he's going to become that authoritarian that some people on the right, he's going to become that monster that, uh, who was it? Um, Jesse Kelly. Jesse Kelly was talking about, I want a monster and I'm, I don't even care. I'm not even sad. I'm not even like, I don't basically like I'm, uh, I'm not even sorry about it essentially. Um, it's like, okay. So what happens when that happens is DeSantis takes the, the place of Trump <laughs> and then Trump becomes the guy that the left will pretend like they never had that big of a problem with. Yes. Red flag laws. It's going to be all that stuff. And there are going to be the people on the right who are going to be like, no, nah, I'm done with this. And the, and there's going to be the people on the left who are going to hate him for other reasons. And then the the people who are like hardcore right people who love the who will love the shit that, that Santa comes down with. Yes, they will call you all kinds of names because you don't like red flag laws or you don't like whatever other kind of stuff that DeSantis is trying to do. But what's going to be funny is they're going to turn around. <laughs> And they're going to be like, yeah, you know, at least Trump was, um, I mean, you know, he was kind of rough around the edges, but at least he wasn't, he wasn't a tyrant like this yeah. guy. Right. That's what they're going to, it's, it's Trump gonna, was yeah. racist, not they're a gonna, tyrant and racist. They're, like, they're, right. <laughs> they're, exactly. They're going to revisionist history because, because Bush was Hitler. Right. Bush was Hitler until he wasn't. Right. For sure. You're right. McCain was Hitler until he wasn't. Then it was like McCain dies, and now it's like he's uh, and the same thing with you're seeing it right now with Queen Elizabeth. Like there's people, there are people standing outside crying, like, I don't know this bitch. But what I do know about her is she's not a she good person. Queen. Yeah. She's not a good person. Right. So what are we what are we She's in hell, it's all good. I mean, and and I, and like I there, so I mean, there's a part should... of me, there's a part of me that's like, you know. I, I don't I don't want to necessarily like dance on the grave or 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 pass final judgment like that. Um, I suspect you're correct, <laughs> um, but far be it from me because I I know I have sure. enough shit uh, of my own that I need to work on, and I For do sure. I you know um, they, there was a really good thing. On Our that. shit stinks, but guess what? That bitch killed a lot of people when she right. was trying to foul with it. Facts, bro. Facts. I am a, a Caribbean <laughs> descendant, and I know she most definitely was grabbing some Caribbeans by the throat and like sure. was being very foul along with the Irish and the Irish helped my people out. So, I mean, I'm not dancing on the grave, you know, rest in peace to whatever degree peace you deserve, but like <laughs> goodbye, like yeah. there's no I such, hope, there yeah. should be no such thing as a queen or a king. And then for everybody to be in London, like, damn, everybody free, but us, but you, you, you won't call a bitch. I guess we going we're, we're going to salute you because right. you just do things so right for us. Okay. I mean, I don't live there, but, I wouldn't want somebody oh, wow. king or a queen over me. Like a president, quote unquote, is pretty cool and all that. But at the end of the day, no. Nah. Like, <laughs> who the right. fuck are y'all? <laughs> so, yeah. so when, uh, as the numbers are being dropped in the chat, um, I'll say this. All right. So, what's nine minus one minus one? Seven. All right. What's the number you don't get to talk about on that day? Seven. Yeah. <laughs> 
For sure. Yeah, and, and all of the number uh, with Gematria, all of the numbers for uh, for that day. I mean, mm -hmm. Flight ninety three. It's there's all kinds that we could get into. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. But um, I do want to touch on DeSantis real quick because I actually yep. made a comment to. Um, Angela McCardle, uh, who just shockingly did not reshare re my my comment, she was uh, she was saying, you know, if DeSantis wins and uh, becomes the president, um, is he going to go back to his voting record, which is not very good? It's not as mm -hmm, conservative mm -hmm. as he would like people to believe mm -hmm. that it is. And I said, no. What he's going to be is a JAG officer. Remember, he was a JAG officer at mm. Guantanamo Bay. And he is going to see us as inmates and his bosses are going to be the uh, establishment. D Ron DeSantis is Tell not him. a conservative. Tell him. Tell him, Marcus. It, it, that's where it's going. And, mm. and I fear that day because one of the things that I sometimes think about mm. is that all of this nonsense is on purpose about that, that Biden's doing that's pushing all this leftist mm, agenda to a cause point. a reaction from the right. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like it's a perfect setup, right? Like you, 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 you usher this thing in and then the senile old man comes in with dementia to run the thing and do it terribly right. and piss everybody off. And then like the whole thing with like the red background and the, like right. it's like it's like bro this is like a setup like y'all are yeah. being set up yeah. and then and and then what they so have you ever heard <laughs> have you ever heard of this phenomenon that happens in marriage counseling where there's a horribly like either abusive or one-sided relationship and they go to marriage counseling and you know let's just say for instance let's just say that I'm going to try to keep this um, so it's not like stereotypical, right? All right. So let's just say that the wife is like really, really like she's a bitch. She's abusive. She's like uh, condescending oh. and all this kind of stuff. All right. So they go to marriage counseling. Thank you for this, describing this, this dude. Yeah. This dude is, this dude is, is he's had enough. He's had enough. Well, they go into marriage counseling and in marriage counseling, the wife is just like, well, you know, we're just, things just aren't going well at home. You know, he doesn't pay attention to, he doesn't do this. You know, he, he's, he snaps at me all the time and all this. Stuff. And she's like very subdued. Blinding and then, up. and then the dude is like, um, this is nothing like what I experience at home. And you do the, you know, and he just like goes in on, on all this stuff. And, and then like the marriage counselor starts ganging up on him. Cause he's like, now calm down, calm down. He's like, how the fuck can I calm down? Because you know, this bitch is like, you know, and he starts calling her names and all this kind of stuff. And what you're seeing is the outgrowth of her shittiness he's just mirroring what she does that's and all it and, is. and 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 so what the marriage counselor sees what the marriage counselor sees is this guy's an asshole and this woman is in the right and so i'm going to do what i can to try to protect her at his expense right this is what's going to happen so biden is being set up as the chancellor from V for Vendetta, as the villain. And the the response is going to be the quiet, um, I'm just fighting to pr pr protect my family from all these crazy people 
tyrant. And then when the when the gloves come off and the mask and the veil falls, that's when you're really going to see who Ron DeSantis is or who whatever whatever manifestation we get of the response side of of this equation. Right. It, that's what you're going to see. It, and I'm this is assuming that this plays out. It may be 2028 before we actually see this because. Sure. Who knows? They may let Biden and Harris like run the train, you know, run know. the run the, the the chain out all the way through. I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, I I would not be surprised if this is the the path that this goes down because there's that really easy setup of the the obvious villain and that Jesse Kelly tweet. I wish I could pull it up, but where he says, "I want a monster." Yeah. to fight against this stuff. And that's why I say like, and Vin, Vin and the guys on the Royal path podcast, they're exactly right. All this stuff, all this woke agenda and the anger that it stirs up in you. That's the trap. Uh-huh. Their degeneracy is your trap. Yeah. If you fall for it, you become the evil you fight against. Be careful, yeah. guard your soul so that you don't become that thing that, you become the person who is you're, you're no different from them when they call you a Nazi, when you try to attack them for, for this stuff. Correct. There's a way to protect your family. There's a way to protect your stuff. Stop paying for that shit. Stop feeding the beast right. and pull back and, and handle your own and educate your kids and, and raise them correctly and feed them with what they need to be able to take what's what's coming next and help them to guard their souls against this stuff. But going and, and you know, you, you think, I mean, think about Obi-Wan Kenobi. If you strike me down, I will become stronger than you can imagine, more powerful than yeah. you can imagine. If yeah. you think going and, you know, lopping some, you know, anyway, I, 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 as soon as I started, I was like, man, I can't say certain things because like, it's going to trigger like something in the algorithm They're already. Anyway, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you think that coming back with, you know, with trophies from taking people out or whatever on that side is, is the answer and wins this thing. No, 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 no. If you, if you learned anything, you should look at what happened with the civil rights era where the American people didn't really come around to like, Hey, maybe this shit is going a little bit too far. And maybe these black people need to be treated like human beings. It wasn't until they started hosing people down and sicking dogs on them that people actually like woke up to that shit. Exactly. So, so like, if you think that like turning the dogs and the fire hoses on people and, and paddling people or whatever, you know, punishing people is the way that you're going to get the, the culture that you want. Nope, it ain't yeah. gonna happen. You're all you're gonna do is you're gonna turn whatever that shit is that's on like eighty right now onto one hundred seventy five. Yep, it's gonna peg the meter. Yep, and and we've talked about this. And to apply this is a spiritual truth that we can apply to a physical manifestation. We've talked and we recently we've talked to the, like back and forth about the path of the serpent and the path of the dove. The path of the serpent is the path where you balance everything else. You move left, you move right. You move left, you move right. You move left, you move right. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That's not going to get you there. It is the path of the dove, which is not the middle of that. It is not walking down the middle of that path. 
path. That is not the way. It is its own way. What we need to do is teach peace, love, and freedom. Period. Not vengeance. Not, mm -hmm. not you know, what we think is right. Not force. None of that. Very simple formula. Peace, love, freedom. That is the, the formula that gains us. Just base everything you do. Is this going to cause peace, love, and freedom? If the answer is no, you are not moving the correct way. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Nico? Uh, remember, kids, when something gets hit up at the top, it doesn't fall all the way down. <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> For sure. Uh at the end of the day, I want everybody to take this gauge and this view of how they just re-implemented a whole new set of rules over the rules uh, that they implemented earlier, you know, yeah. that fungal act. Right, right, but, right. Uh, it's always going to repeat probably every 15, 20 years if, like, they need be to try and control it's going to happen every 10 to 15 years because our attendance spans have proved it right <laughs> for us not to catch up every mirror reflection that has pointed us Word. into the direction of, hey, y'all, you guys know that this is actually the same formula, just in a different context, right? Right. Uh, so uh, mm. at the end of the day, just start to be a little bit more attentive, but pay attention to your mm -hmm. family. That's it. That's all. Just pay attention to your family. Take care of your family because you have a better individual. What you what you do with them is practice what you preach. So with Marcus is peace, love, and freedom. If you do that and instill it with integrity, with integrity as well, and you instill that into your people, you don't have to worry about this world being a shittier place because you and the people around you are always going to be highlights and magnets for people who would like to express themselves and actually be free opposed to staying one track minded. Amen. Yeah. I, I get you sketch. It's not conservatives burning cities. I, I, I agree there there's there's, but what you have to understand is that when the, when the equal and opposite reaction comes from the people who feel like they are being self-righteous, when they start to fight back with violence, that's the danger. That's that's all I'm saying is that we've got to we've got to find a way to to meet people where they are and and try to I don't know it, it's and it, still it goes back to that stuff like if they're coming into your city they're coming into your neighborhood or whatever you know you got to do what you got to do to protect yourself and to protect those around you and to protect your property I get it um, but at the same time like if the if if you end up with this stuff where you have like the, the man and the woman who are standing on their lawn and just start coming out with guns pointing at people and they have like terrible muzzle discipline, they, they're terrible trigger discipline. Like they're, they're all every, they violated like damn near every law of uh, safe firearm, firearm operation and ownership. Um, and they clearly look like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like that woman looked like she never fired a gun in her life. Her, her grip and her stance was horrible. Like, we have to be really careful that we don't like go off into like, Oh, well I learned that what I should do is I should start shooting people. Like, no, no, no. Like that's you're, we're going to end up in a much worse place. I, what I'm saying is there's a way for us to build our own families, you know, work on ourselves, 
build our own solutions. And then that way, when the time comes that, that there needs to be some sort of, um, I don't know, interaction, that it's the best kind of interaction possible. And that we're not like perpetuating a cycle of fighting against each other. And I don't know that that's necessarily what you were, where you were going and everything, but I'm just saying it's, um, what do you say? Uh, well, I don't know. Okay. Well, we, we're, we're trying to wrap up, so I can't really get it, but, uh, sure. I'll read, I'll read this stuff. I'll read this stuff after the show, but, um, I, I but do want to say one thing before I, before we wrap up. Okay. Yeah. I do. I got one too after you do. After you know. Okay. So the, the one thing that I wanted to say was that to sketches point about conservatives, mm. I will, will say, um, that I welcome them. I love them. I love seeing the light bulbs come on. Sonny Johnson, perfect example. That's a leader that mm -hmm. I want to follow. And I, I love watching her come farther and farther our mm -hmm. direction. Hotep Jesus, I love seeing him move in our direction. I love mm -hmm. seeing all of these conservatives start getting it. Mm -hmm. And I realize that many of them are going to still go out and, pu and push Trump or they're going to push DeSantis. They're going to do all that. And when they get dicked over by them, light bulbs, left and right. And I love seeing it. So if you're conservative, read you some mm -hmm. Murray Rothbard. Mm -hmm. If you're liberal, read Voltaire Declare and mm -hmm. then come and talk to me. Yeah. So um, where where I think uh, where I think this heads now is that what we need to do is we need to start paying attention to what we have learned from that day in September from uh, two years ago two and a half years ago, I guess, at this point. Um, and and then as you go back and look through history, you're like, oh, this is a script that's been played out before, just with different actors and a different uh, setting and uh, different lighting, maybe. Um, the is, sequel is wasn't as good as try the first to, one, though. Try to, try to make sure... I, I don't disagree that communism is anything but garbage. Like, I, I don't even know... Wait, I, I don't understand. I'm not arguing that communism is good. I get it that it's garbage. I'm just saying that like there's some people who call themselves conservatives who their response is to put somebody like DeSantis in office so that he can round up all the woke leftists and throw them in cages. And that's like that's not gonna um that's not the approach. That's not that like there are literally people who want someone who will come down and start like hurting people for doing some of the things that they don't like. And I, that's, that's what I'm saying is that that's not the answer. And I realize that there are like real true conservatives who that's not in their heart of hearts. The problem is that when there's a charismatic person like Ron DeSantis um, or even like Trump, when it was him, you know, it, like they, they, they look past so much because we're in this false dichotomy of left versus right. There's so many people who are willing to look past the glaring, horrible flaws of their leaders because they're not as bad as the other guy. And that when we get into this comparison of like the lesser of two evils, that's where the problem lies is that we're, we're, we're looking, it's still evil. And we're looking for this, like, um, can I go to it's okay if I summon a demon to fight the devil, because the devil's worse than this demon. It's like, no, bitch. Like you still summon a demon. Like you got a demon on your team. Like, what the right. fuck do you think is going to happen? It ain't going to go the way you think it's going to go. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so what I'm what, what I was getting at with the other thing, too, is. Let's let's make sure we learn from what's happened in these last two instances and start to build our, you know, at the center, 
us guidebook first, our guidebook and then our family, book. and then our community. Let's build those things in a way that they are able to see this shit coming next time, and to to do the things that need to be done to um, to get out in front of it and not let it suck so many people down the uh, the the demon hole, so to speak. Awesome. He was well, summoning listen. a nuke. China. See, that's. I mean, all right. <laughs> you nuke China. What you think you're doing? Like, you, you, yeah, yeah. Nukes are bad. I love you, Sketch. I love you, Sketch. One day you got to come to HotepCon so we can meet. Because I, I, you know, I've been, I mean, we've been, we've been see, we've been in the same circles for a few years now. So like, I, I'm, I'm dying to actually like. Uh, like Hotep Khan was get to get to meet as many of these people in real life as possible, um, so we can actually have. Because I think sometimes these these text conversations, like I get to talk and you're just texting stuff, and it's you know the yeah. there's some <laughs> there's some disconnect in the communication there. But I got to run downstairs and uh, and and take care of some I've stuff. I've been trying uh, to get off for half an hour. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I got you. <laughs> hey, look, I got a little reprieve, so I got to I got to stick with it so uh all right thanks everybody for making it this far and uh if you did make it this far make sure you're sharing this shit i'm gonna follow yeah. luke radowski's model fucking share it with people at yes. the store have you heard about this shit check out aquarian <laughs> energy Be hanging well, share, out with, share it with people you know that's gonna <laughs> troll them and then therefore them coming to troll us still gives us popularity then they're gonna yeah i don't know i wouldn't share i wouldn't with... share this one with everyone no, 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 because no, no, this no. they might actually get us banned no, no, um no. share this one with people who will agree with it and then like wait a few months and then start sharing our shit with uh yeah, random yeah, people right. Uh, right because sure. the, i don't want them <laughs> seeing this episode if at all possible but anyway we love y'all we appreciate y'all for coming out here and marcus uh what do we want everybody to do stay free peace y'all